0: Hey, podcast family! Welcome to Motherhood in Black and White. I'm Kanji. I'm Tara. This week, we're going to be sharing some tips, tools about positive parenting before we talk positive parenting with a very
1: special guest. Tara, let's talk about some negative parenting stuff that happened this week. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) I think it was negative uh, child acting is what I thought it was.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to agree or disagree. I'm just going to let you share your story. So would you please, uh, I mean, what happened? What's going on this week? I got some urgent texts from you. Yeah,
1: and it was actually last week. The end of last week, Gage got himself into quite a bit of hot water. And it was, have you ever had this experience where everything seems to be going along just fine and then like in one day you'll get an email from a teacher a text from a friend's parent and an email from maybe another teacher like all in the same day perfect storm all in the same day and that's that's sort of what was going on you know i i had gotten an email from his teacher because she and i were talking about missing assignments and she sent me a list and there were quite a few missing assignments so that i was frustrated already about that this was like friday afternoon and then I got an email from the coach and there'd been an incident in PE where just a lot of talking back not wanting to do what he was being asked to do kind of stuff right Mm. and then he had been spending a few afternoons at a friend's house so we didn't have to act for school care they were kind of helping us out on the days that I couldn't pick him up because I was in office and then we get this text from the dad over there who said hey Gage I think was to go home early and he's not really acting well and I'm like okay well Jason's almost there so that's fine and then when Jason calls me after picking him up and he's like apparently he's been been really disrespectful over there all the time like he doesn't do what he's asked and he talks back and just a lot of that just a lot of thinking he runs the show and so Jason and I both got pretty upset about it we had to like take a little time out for us <laughs> <laughs> but that was that's what Mr. Gage was doing that's what he's been up to. Oh, and what kind of discipline? What I mean, poor Gage. I know, but I know. Poor you However, as well. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, discipline. You know. So we were both. I don't know. We were both kind of stumped, but we're not a super disciplinary house. I mean, we definitely expect him to act a certain way, and he usually does. So we weren't really prepared for this level of action, and we talked it out, and basically, you know, he lost all screen time for a week. And so that just ended this past Friday. And then we talked to him about what we think needs to happen is a little less autonomy in his life, right? Mm -hmm. So he's going to have more responsibilities and he's going to have a chance to earn screen time, but it's not going to be this thing where he gets home and he's on the screens all night or on the weekends. He's like on his, you know, just up and doing whatever he wants all day, every day. So we're trying to kind of manage that. We talked about like a point system and we're trying to just, make his life not like super hard, but a little bit more structured. You know what I mean? Like a little bit more discipline for him. So I mean, it wasn't terrible. And who knows if this is really going to work. He's still fussing at me because he doesn't think it makes any sense. But I'm in charge. So (laughs) guess guess who's doing what I say? (laughs) One of the things that we struggle with as moms and as
0: parents is how to discipline our children as we are trying to raise them to be Good, kind-hearted adults. Right. The biggest thing is we don't want our kids to be jerks. Right. You don't want, you don't want to raise that kid. You don't want to raise the bully. You don't want to raise the disrespectful kid, Mm -hmm. the person that is disrespectful to authority. Mm -hmm. You just don't want your kid to be that way. Yeah. But sometimes we all operate from how we were raised as kids Mm -hmm. and some of the discipline measures and mechanisms that our parents use with us may not be appropriate with our kids right and i know for me tara it's a hundred percent that way like i was i was whooped regularly <sighs> yes, regularly yes and mm-hmm. some parents call it spanking mm-hmm. in my that house not what it was <laughs> in my house that's a real q word <laughs> and some other people say corporal punishment mm-hmm. but growing up my mother's form of disciplining us in addition to putting us on punishment and restricting mm-hmm. Every activity that was available to everyone else in the world was to whoop us. Yeah, you know, and she would choose
1: a her weapon, hands. That's I right. would say a weapon. A weapon,
0: <laughs> and that's what she did. But again, we are looking at it from that was something that happened forty
1: years ago, right?
0: And when my husband and I had Roman, we knew that that was not how we wanted to raise him. That boy has never been spanked ever. Yeah not even by my mother. And I'm like, how do you have this control (laughs) with your grandson? All of a sudden sudden. it's not working for you. I'm confused. (laughs) Because we can evolve. Yeah. What we knew then and how we acted then doesn't necessarily mean it's right now. And I love the fact that we as adults and as parents can change and we can learn from the way that we were or were not parented. Yeah. And do better. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: And even outside of the physical punishment, I think too that generation used a lot of like shame and mm. fear to make you act a certain way, right? Yeah. There weren't conversations about the whys and the hows and the this is it was like you're a bad kid You're a bad You know what yes. I mean You're doing it wrong this, that. We were very conscious of that Jason and I both Have engaged Being like Could we be more conscious Of the words we use mm-hmm. And How we come at this And that And that was the hard part With this situation Because Jason and I First it's like he's a reflection of me out there. And exactly. I, I have felt a certain way about it. And exactly. I had to like be like, no, this isn't personal. You know what I mean? It was, it was tough. Like we had to take a minute before we sat down engaged and like really talk it out.
0: <laughs> but when we send these little people in the world, yeah. they are a reflection of us. Right. And we don't want people to think that we're bad parents. Right. You know, and when we look at the kids and their misbehavior, that's sometimes what they see. And for me, having a white husband and having a black child, a black mm. son, I kind of take it much more personally. Like, I think that if Roman ever goes out in the world and misbehaves, mm. people will be like, hmm, that's because you got a black mama.
1: Really? However, yeah
0: I think that if he does well, people are like, oh, of course, because his father's white. And so I've told my husband that a few times and he always laughs about it. But that's something that I think that It's really something that I've internalized. Yeah. And so for me, it's really important that roman represents me and my husband as well as possible when he's out in the world yeah and i'm really concerned with making sure that i raise a good corporate citizen yeah in the best way possible yeah. which is why i'm so glad that we have the ability today to talk to alexis about this kind of new phenomenon which is positive parenting mm-hmm. nothing i'd ever heard of until about a year ago yeah
1: 100 percent, 100 percent. i love the the idea of it i can't wait to get more information on that and see if I'm doing this right at all
0: (laughs) (laughs) you absolutely are so Alexis is a mom of two girls four and 13 and she helps moms to parent with intention through positive parenting solutions for the everyday Alexis is also a volunteer leader with our nonprofit embrace action
1: hey Alexis how you doing hey ladies how are you I'm good we're so excited to have you on today thank you I'm so glad to be here with you all yeah, I was just telling Kanji that I've had some hiccups with my little one at the house. Ha- he's not little. He's almost 11, but had some hiccups with him this week. And, you know, we, we just feel like sometimes we're flying blind with this parenting thing. And I know that you share a lot and teach a lot about positive parenting. Can you tell us a little bit about positive parenting and what that is? Positive parenting is
2: a parenting style. And it was actually introduced in the 1920s in the U.S. by two Austrian psychotherapist and psychologist. Positive parenting is really all about maintaining a relationship with your child, the parent to child, and also making sure that there's a positive outcome even through challenging situations. There's five principles that kind of are the core of the lifestyle and what you're kind of guided by. One is empathy or empathetic leadership. Mm -hmm. The second one is positive discipline, non-punitive okay the third one is attachment healthy attachment respect proactive parenting and that involves effective
0: communication so alexis can we break those down and tell us about that first step empathy sure empathy yes that's my favorite one
2: (laughs) (laughs) i share that a lot in my social media community and on my blog of course empathy really is kind of what grounds the lifestyle we all know, you know, as adults, empathy, stepping into the shoes of another person, trying to understand where they're coming from. We're really good about doing that as moms. But when it comes to our kids, we kind of feel like we don't need to do that. It's more like I'm the mom. You do what I say. Right. <laughs> we kind of have that vibe. And that's what how we were kind of raised. Yeah. And so positive parenting says in terms of empathy is that that same empathy that you're using in your partnerships, your marriages, your friendships, your, your work relationships, shift that over to the kids. Step into their shoes and think about how you felt when you were 11 or 13. Or if you can think of that far back five <laughs> and so it really, you know, it really helps you to understand Especially when they're having a challenging behavior moment mm-hmm. You're able to really kind of understand where they're coming from and you're able to respond in a more positive way
1: So what about the next one? What's number two?
2: so number two is positive discipline and that's non-punitive so Punitive discipline would be spanking, yelling, Mm -hmm. um, snacking, things like that, pinching. And so non-punitive is really all about following the true meaning of discipline. And a lot of people don't, um, they know it, but they kind of don't remember the actual meaning of discipline is to teach.
1: hmm. But for
2: some reason in our society, we have made discipline synonymous with punishment and punitive punishment.
1: Right, right.
2: Positive parenting says anytime there's a challenging behavior with your child, anytime you're going through an issue with them where they are not behaving the way that they should, this is an opportunity to teach them to course correct as opposed to just, you know, punitive punishment. And punitive punishment can also be go to your room, think about it, go and time out, you know, things like that where they're not really giving opportunities for you to kind of teach in that moment.
0: So can you give us an example of non-punitive parenting, maybe one for toddlers and one also for tweens or adolescents?
2: I have some very recent ones. (laughs) (laughs) You're
0: right
1: there in the thick of it.
2: (laughs) Of course. Yeah, I'm at an interesting place where I have a preschooler and I have a teenager. Mm. And sometimes the behavior that comes out of them is similar, (laughs) even though they're (laughs) different ages, because it's just, you know, the stage that they're at. So with my preschooler, there was an incident, we were going to the grocery store. and. I let her pick a toy and she picked one. And of course, she didn't want to just pick one. She wanted to pick like all all the toys.
1: Like they did,
2: Right, (laughs) of course. And I told her what the deal was and she didn't like that. And so she started having a tantrum and she was getting ready to fall out, you know, do all of that instead of what I used to do, which was to either snap at her or, you know, grab her very firmly and say, cut that out. I looked at her, got down to her level, looked at her, and you know, I told her, this is what mommy said. If we don't leave the store now, we won't be able to go to our next event. I said it very calmly and I said it very softly. I didn't draw attention to ourselves because she was already you know, about to start doing that. <gasps> and she was still carrying on and I just took a deep breath and picked her up and went to the register and did what I needed to do and I walked out. Mm. When we got into the car, I was kind of talking to her about it further. And I, you know, I said, I know that you feel upset. You're upset, right? Yes, I'm angry. That's her favorite word now. I'm angry <laughs> she likes to express her
1: feelings. Baby's I'm so first angry, feeling. Mommy.
2: <laughs> 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 I'm so angry, Mom. And I said, Yeah, you're right, because you wanted all the toys, but we can't get all the toys. If you get all the toys, I went through this whole thing with her and the calmer I was, the calmer she became. Mm. And so it became a thing of where she could actually hear what I was saying, as opposed to what I used to do because I was embarrassed. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I ended up snapping at her and trying to then tell her why she shouldn't do it, but she wasn't hearing it because she was already you know, hot and bothered and I was hot and bothered as well. So in terms of a preschooler, positive discipline, you really want to, be calm and redirect. That works really well at that stage.
0: Yeah. So Alexis, you mentioned that you used to not do those things. Mm -hmm. Can we just go back a little bit? And before we go to the last three principles, maybe talk to us a little bit about, about how you got on this positive parenting journey and you came to embrace it.
2: About four years ago, I was Ah, very stressed out, very stressed out. New mom of my second daughter. She was 10 months old at the time, and my oldest was nine. Uh, My husband, his job took him away quite a lot. So he would only be home one weekend out of the month. So I was handling a lot of the parenting. I remember that early morning around 2 a.m. and my youngest was kind of going through that sleep regression phase. So she was waking up like every three hours mm. and I had already had a really challenging day with both of the kids and just feeling, you know, that mom guilt coming on. Cause I had snapped on my oldest cause I was stressed out and just feeling really guilty. Yeah, like, I can't get this mom thing. And this is crazy because I have one already. So like I should, uh, I should have this down. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so I, finally got my 10 month old to bed and I pulled out my iPad and did the old Google. And I just <laughs> typed in <laughs> how to be a better parent. Yes. Cause I felt at that time yes. I was like, I am not doing a good job. Why is this so hard? Um, I've done this before. And I did some scrolling and I just happened upon a website that was talking about positive parenting. And I just, began reading and and then it led me to some books and then I got the books and just from there it just opened up this whole world of wow, I can parent in a way where I'm not feeling the mom guilt a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. I can maintain a relationship with my kids. I can have a different way of disciplining them that I didn't grow up with. I grew up with a very authoritarian discipline style. Yes. That was put on (laughs) me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Kanchi and I I just had that exact same conversation. (laughs) Yes, we know what that sounds like.
2: Mm -hmm. and I did not like it. And I remember, you know, being younger and thinking, I'm never gonna do that with my kids. And yet here I was doing the exact same thing that I said I wasn't going to do. Yeah. I actually started my blog from that. Right. From that morning, actually, I came up with the blog name, Motherhood Menageries, and I, I at first, it was just me kind of sharing my thoughts. I wasn't even going to, like, publish it out into the world. Yeah. And as I just started learning more about positive parenting and about child development, you know, specifically in terms of the stages of your child and how that can really help you in terms of the discipline, I was hooked. And yeah shared it with my husband, and then we've been following
0: this style ever since. So what we will do is make sure that we include in our show notes a link to your blog on how to positive parent yeah but i wanted just to go back and finish up with our discussion on the five principles because of course everybody who listens to the show knows i just digress (laughs) from
1: everything (laughs) all the time did we ever go back and wrap that up we're going back number three we are back to number three going back to number three (laughs) brian knight takes it back to one
0: we going back to three so the third. third step the third principle in positive parenting
2: Yes, yeah, so the third principle is attachment and specifically healthy attachment. Mm.
1: That's
2: really important, especially for well, actually for both stages, for the preschool stage, of course, and then definitely for the teen stage, which I'm learning about you know because naturally at that age when they're teens, they're starting to pull away their their friends are huge, right you know, like super huge. Um, the influence of their friends oddly enough in the preschool stage it's the same thing but on a different level they're again self-identifying but in you know terms of kind of going into the elementary age yeah, yeah. and so forming that healthy attachment where your child knows that yes they can self-identify but mom and dad has my back
0: absolutely um, i have a
2: safe space I love that. where i can talk to them about anything and everything i don't have to feel afraid i don't have to feel embarrassed because i know that i have that safe space to go to so that's really important yeah.
1: for attachment and i could see how if you start with the empathetic parenting and then you know you move into sort of less punitive and more positive exactly reinforcement it sort of builds that attachment because they do feel safe when there is trouble or when there's a problem to mm-hmm. come back to you. I, I love that. I love the progression of those. Yeah.
0: And then the fourth principle, yeah. Alexis? Is
2: respect. And this one is sometimes really hard. Took time for me to kind of get this one just because of how I grew up, like I said, with that authoritarian type of style where it's like, you do what I say and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there was no room in that style for respecting of the child and in positive parenting, that's what respect is all about. It's a respect of the child and a respect of the parent. And that if we're demanding respect, from our kids, we need to respect them. We mm. can't demand respect, but yet we aren't giving respect. And there's different levels of respect. And I've actually, my mom and I, we had a conversation about that because she she knows that, you know, we do the positive parenting lifestyle or style and there's certain things, aspects of it that she doesn't really, you know, agree with. And this was one of them. And so we had a really interesting conversation about that. But at the end, she understood, you know, that, At the end of the day, your child does deserve respect. They're a human being, even though, yes, they have lesser years on this planet. They're still human and should be valued and respected whether they're 13 or they're three.
0: And And so, yeah, go ahead no am I the only one that when I hear the word respect you automatically goes Franklin. right into Aretha Franklin yes going time I was gonna sing it when she said it and I'm like don't do it don't, do it, don't
1: do it it. <laughs> it was in my head. but I was doing it in my head the whole
0: time you, you talked so that's why I'm really glad that we're recording our audio blog so I can go back and listen when I get out of my head because right. she was
1: just singing to herself the whole time you we were talking I had that
0: bop down um, and, then, <laughs> and then the final principle um, before you go back to the toddler and the teenager oh my gosh yeah. Um, what's the last principle of a positive parenting lifestyle?
2: Proactive parenting. And that's all about being intentional. And that's actually my tagline on my social media, helping parents to parent intentionally. And part of doing that is effectively communicating. And part of doing that is actively listening, You know, mm-hmm. paying attention, having an attitude that my child deserves respect and that I need to listen to how they feel and, and how they think about things. And adjustment, which is a part of active listening, is adjusting and responding accordingly. Um, so all of those things and really just taking the intention and, and educating yourself on the different stages that your child is going through is super important for positive parenting. And that is what was like. Mm. It blew my mind because once i began to understand why my 3 year old was acting this way or why my 13 year old was acting this way right it helped me to respond because it was no longer a she's just doing this to get on my
1: nerves she's doing this <laughs> that's just to the effect that's
0: just yeah, yeah. that's just what's right. happening <laughs> but that's not her exactly. intent that's, that's the, the impact
1: i felt that real close to me alexa <laughs> exactly. she's oh, yeah. not
0: trying to get on my nerves today that's just who she is exactly. she's in this doing moment this thing. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. All some wonderful gems. So, if one of our listeners or anyone's interested in learning more about positive parenting and the lifestyle, what tips would you have to offer them before we let you go back to the little ones?
2: I would suggest three books. And I actually have a blog post about. A couple of books about parenting but these three specifically for the Brene Brown fans the gifts of imperfect parenting mm. amazing incredible book because she really hones in on the fact that positive parenting is not about perfection yeah it is actually taking the imperfection that comes up in your parenting and using it in a way that again you get that positive outcome Brene's work and vulnerability and all of that ties in so beautifully for parents. So that would be a a book I would suggest. And then for the child development piece, The Whole Brain Child by Dr. Siegel and Dr. Bryson. Okay. Amazing book. And it really convinces child development and kind of the brain and and how your kid's brain works, but in a, you know, mom terms and terms that parents can understand, The final book, The Awakened Family by Dr. Sabari is another great book that but this one kind of helps us who had a different parenting style that we were raised on. It kind of helps us to Mm -hmm. pull away from that and to, to get rid of those preconceived notions in order to move on to whatever parenting style you choose to do, whether it's positive parenting or something else. So I would highly recommend those three books as a great great way to start on your positive parenting journey.
1: And we would obviously send them to your blog, Motherhood Menageries. Oh,
0: yes. Mm-hmm. of course, me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... And on my social media, I share. (laughs) We will make sure to put links to all of your social media handles in our show notes. And so if people want to find you and follow you for some parenting tips and advice, I would highly recommend it. Because again, as I mentioned, you are not just a friend, but you are a mentor. And one day I'm going to be as good as you, girl. (laughs) Oh, I I, I love, love, love you. And I'm glad that you got your home cycle bike. We can ride together. Yes, Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. Have well to teach thank me you all your ways. Mm, not all of them. I gotta, keep, <laughs> gotta keep some things close to my chest, you know? You can't do right. all my tricks. She's got but secrets. Like right. I want all your parenting tricks. That's right. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for taking the time and sharing space and, and for sharing your tips with our listeners and audience. Is there anything that you would want to say to encourage someone who may be having a difficult time this week? parenting or or who may be dealing with some bad behavior by one of her children? Um, yeah, just anybody. I'm
1: asking for a friend. We're asking for a friend. Wink, <laughs> wink, nudge.
0: What would you say to <laughs> encourage that person?
2: I would definitely say um, give yourself some grace. It is a journey. And I know that's kind of a cliche phrase, but it truly is and just take it one step at a time. You're gonna have moments where you're gonna get it right and you're gonna get it wrong. An apology is a beautiful, amazing, wonderful thing. And it works for kids just as well as adults. So if you have a moment where you responded in a way that you know, you probably shouldn't have. Apologize, apologize. It's a great opportunity to teach your kids about how to do that, about how, what do I do when I respond in a way that I shouldn't. You're learning right along with them. And I think if we're a little bit more gracious with ourselves as parents, and we're a little bit more vulnerable with our kids and kind of showing them that, you know yes we do it all but we really can't
0: do it all and they get it they get it in their own way yeah so
1: yeah i love that
0: absolutely i love everything about what you said we want to thank you again for joining us in this conversation we want to thank you for joining us um in our journey to continue to raise conscious kids and everything that you do with our nonprofit, and just for being you appreciate your time and we will have you back on soon my friend
1: thanks alexis thank you so much Wasn't it interesting that Alexis had a very similar parenting that we did growing up? And now she's reinventing and doing something totally different, which is what we're trying to do.
0: What I never considered is how much my upbringing actually impacted my parenting. And I think that sometimes what happens with people is they either follow in the footsteps of things that they know or they saw, Mm -hmm. or they go the complete other direction.
1: Overcompensate.
0: And so with disciplining Roman for me, I think that I'm gonna do that 180 and I try not to be an authoritarian, but then I have the problem and I have the concern of whether I'm being too lenient.
1: 100% yes, Jason and I both feel like sometimes we lean a little bit too much the other direction. One of the things I was thinking of when she was talking about, you know, the comparison of how we were raised a more authoritarian to this positive parenting and a different viewpoint is there are times when Gay jacks up or I have to discipline him. And there is, like, an old voice in there that's like, you should just beat him. You know what I mean? Like there's <laughs> like, there's like a judgmental voice in it that is like, you know, this won't work. You should just do it the way it worked for you. I mean, it's weird, yeah. but it's still there.
0: But the positive parenting lifestyle, and I guess kind of what we're doing yeah. to silence those voices, it's just to pause. Yes. yes and to be patient with ourselves. Mm-hmm, yes. And understand that this is a journey we've never been on. Right. And that these little humans are also a
1: part of this journey. <laughs> Correct. You know? And having their own experience over there. Exactly. You're like, I, don't, I mean, I've my experience. You're having your experience. Mm-hmm. How do we do this together? And
0: I love the fact that she laid out five really important principles that would help us do that. Right. So if people want to learn more about positive parenting, again, follow Alexis, mm-hmm. follow other individuals who can give you some guidance about this lifestyle so you can decide if
1: it's for you yeah i mean alexis found it by a simple google for sure we've talked about this before we have you can find our show if you, you google can it find our show you can find us just about anywhere guys don't forget make sure you hit subscribe we're on all those platforms and this week we even hit pandora so Yay. make sure you're subscribing you don't miss any new episodes and we love to see those ratings and those reviews so talk to us
0: positive parenting
1: patience Which reminds
0: me of a quote from
1: one of my favorites,
0: Ms. Maya Angelou. And for Black History Month, let's amplify some voices of some famous Black authors and writers and poets. And Maya Angelou said, seek patience and passion in equal amounts. Patience alone will not build the temple. Passion alone will destroy its walls. So let's build our kids up. Let's build each other up. And let's continue to be the best we can on this motherhood journey. Tara, as always, thank you for joining us this week.
1: Mm-hmm. I love seeing you. It's the best part of my week.
0: Oh, I'm going to tell your husband you said. It. <laughs> you tell him he knows. <laughs> <laughs> he knows where he ranks. <laughs> Knowledge is key. <laughs> and podcast family, you were the best part of our week. Thank you for taking time from your schedule to listen in. And we hope that you learned and you laughed a little bit. Be good. Take good care of your health, mental, physical, and spiritual. We'll see you here next week. Same time, same place. Take good care. Okay, Alexis? Yeah. Okay, so... We're, we're, i mean we're still recording but
1: <laughs> which one is, it's the break
0: it's, it's the, the break it's the, it's the break yeah. joey looks me like what you doing i am wrapping up and saying bye because i never talked to her alexis and i have a text chain that uh-huh. goes back months oh, my God. and yeah. we have not talked on the phone or anything there are at least a hundred if you were trying to transcribe our text thing, it would be about 120 <laughs> hours i don't think i've heard your voice
1: oh, yeah since no, like november
2: first time we talked we need you to tell Kanji
1: to follow you on call. Instagram. Oh, no, I see no, your videos met. all the time. No, but I mean, like <laughs> talking, talking back and I'm forth. Yeah, you. yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, you. yeah.
0: No, did you saw the last video? She did for embrace. I did. Yes. I loved it mm-hmm. um, for the book drive. Then your bookshelves. Oh, your organization, mm-hmm. girl. girl. Yes. Oh, Can you girl, come with me? Ma- I'm
2: trying. No, love you're it. not trying. You're doing. Let me get it right first, and then
0: I'll put my services out. I love it. You know what is it? They have like the home organizing service. You gonna like Marie Kondo? Oh, yeah, yeah, Yes.
1: Well, you need to we, set up another business and we will pay right. for it. It's going to be the
0: Black Marie Kondo. That's <laughs> the <Right. Vasta> tagline. <laughs> Positive parents. No, but see, it can make Tara laugh. I was telling her, um, wait, Alexis, I told Tara how you um, you and I both are only two
1: Black people in America. That the yeah. JJ Fazz lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> when she told me that, I was like, "Man, another point for this one. I win again." Oh, I like, at least I, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm not the only person whose black card was <laughs> revoked, though. So we got.
1: Two sisters, Two of,
0: yeah. that don't know the words, can't believe it.
1: But you know, I was thinking about.
2: let <laughs> I, I mine like, is because I'm. I say mine's because I'm
0: Jamaican. That's
1: oh, no. it. I that's that's it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. A radio in Jamaica? <laughs> in Jamaica. <laughs>
0: no, wait, listen. Don't you dare use that
1: Caribbean card you know? She's like, like the, the syllables, syllables are, are different. It's different. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, every time you hear it, you can be like, "Of course they say raps." That's exactly, exactly. what they say. <laughs> they said that all the time. No, no, she gonna be like, "No, it's raps." <laughs> in, Patois, in Patois it was right In Patois, that's right.
0: <laughs> um, okay. Um we are gonna wrap up on our end here. Thank you so much. Thanks, I'm gonna Alexis. just use your normal um when we start um promoing it probably Wednesday or Thursday, you know I don't have a plan. Um Right.
1: <laughs> we can come up with it right after this that's how we do it right afterwards yeah, Alexis knows, right. but we
0: have our call tomorrow four o'clock but i know oh uh, know. you know yes. I'm, I'm gonna have a plan by then
1: 100 percent. i'm
0: going one day at a time through this life thing but um right. it okay so is there i'm gonna use your normal thing and we'll link to your blog your
1: instagram
0: awesome awesome do you want me to send you the list of the books yes so I I please kind of rush through those
1: that would be okay, great yeah That'll be fantastic. Neither of us were writing that down at the time. I mean, we recorded it, we could get it. <laughs> but it would be, but it we, would we, save us a moment for sure. I'd be sometime. like, "What was that one?" It was by the guy with the thing. I don't know. You know, all, all Tara's gonna know what she said. Brene Brown. She, that's girl. probably that, the only yeah. Brene Brown mm-hmm. book I haven't read. I'm shame yeah, on me. A lot of
2: people have not. Yeah, like even surprised. They're like, "Really?" Is she yeah. wrote
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. We should, you know, we should read it and then do an episode on it. Oh, we should, because I read Gifts yeah. of Imperfection and that saved my life. And I did not yeah. know she did a parenting I, version. I, so I've I got to go read that. anything
0: Brene Brown ever really. Yeah. You oh, need to read it. You're missing read out. Oh, good. She
1: gets you, man. I will what make you cry. Love? Look at us trying to plan something. <laughs> we'll um, put it on the list. Yeah. All right. All right. lexus I'll text you later. Have a good one. Enjoy your new bike.
0: All okay. right. Uh, thank you. are you know. welcome. All right. Thanks. I'll text right, you later, honey. All thank right, you for everything. Thank you, okay, bye back. Thomas says hi. Thank you, Joey. Bye. Bye bye, Alexis. Great job. Thanks.
1: Yeah, wrap up is going to be super short. Faux (sighs) show. You want me to start it? I swear I won't say she was great. I won't. I'll start out different. (laughs) I promise. Okay. Okay. She, um, I threw it to you really nice, Kaji. I should have prepped you. I was going to mention that she had the same parenting that we had. (laughs) You threw it.
0: You know I fall apart after 30. My That's another bad. Reason. Another reason Joey likes to keep it 30 minutes is he you knows start I turn it. into a pumpkin <laughs> at 34 32, minutes, 17 32 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. No, you did it great. You gonna he's do probably going to keep that. No, no. He's okay. going to probably keep that.